Rita Daniels, take it away. Thank you. Thank you very much. Hi, my name's Jane. How does the universe know your name? Well, by a, a song being written about me and a band name named after me. And the band and the song. It's Jane Says from Jane's Addiction. Okay, so maybe let's talk about the circumstances that led you to infamy. We're talking about 84. When I hit the L.A. scene, there was mostly the Sunset Strip, you know, tight rock and roll. David Lee Roth was big. Rock was big. We were sort of punks. We were the younger generation. We looked different. It was pretty clearly identifiable. I ended up moving to another small uh, house that I shared with Eric Avery, and then I lived in the Wilton house with Perry. So how did you end up in that house? It was fate. Stuart Sweezy made it big, and he was moving out. Chris Pedersen from suburbia said, I'm not going to be upstairs without Perry Farrell. And so we ended up living upstairs with Perry, and we became very close. It was really a do-it-yourself culture. We were there making T-shirts in our backyard, making posters, and doing it, you know, just out of the fun of it. We were all young, and it was a really fun time. The band ended up sort of being introduced by me in a roundabout way, and they became this band Jane's Addiction. What was your reaction when they told you they were naming their band Jane's Addiction? Well, it was really embarrassing. It's mortifying, really. Honestly, I was a little surprised that you contacted me for this fame show that you're doing because I wouldn't consider myself famous. I guess you would have to define my notoriety as infamy. I guess I'm infamous for um, my image that was on some of the early things, my signature that's used on a lot of promotional materials, and... (laughs) And your song. The song. song. (laughs) Jane Says. The song. How about that? That's it. How much truth is there in that song? You know, addiction is a complicated thing. It's really a a tag, this label, this ball and chain. There's not really a a shiny upside to this label. You can never escape it, and it feels really personal. But it's a motive, and people... It's a pretty song. It's It's a good song, you know, it's an intense song. But the song's not mine. It's just about me. It's Perry's song, and so... I think, you know, it is magical knowing that that you hold a place in so many people's hearts, that they have compassion for me, for my experience. And I guess that so many people had really great life experiences that were formed somehow attached to this song, you know. So that in itself is flattering to me more than how much I like the song. Jane's Addiction, they got really big, really fast. By 89.90, they had my poster all around the world, but part of my story, part of the lyrics are that one day I wanted to go away to Spain. And I did make it to Spain. When I 
eventually got there. It was a long and harrowing trip. I arrived home to this cold house, exhausted, ready to pull myself a hot bath with candles, which I did. So I'm just sinking into my hot bubble bath and I turn on the radio. And it was James as it was playing. <laughs> it was one of those cosmic coincidences that you just say, why? It's taken over, it's got a life of its own. Yeah, it's out there. When you were contacted in the early 2000s with the news that the song Jane Says made it into the top 100, was it having a resurgence at that point or had it never backed off? I think it was having a resurgence, but for some reason this resurgence clicked it into classic rock territory. <laughs> Who would have guessed? So that's where they are today, you know. It's, it's amazing. And on the weekends, a lot of stations start off Friday afternoons with Jane Says, yeah? Yeah, there's a whole bunch of stations around this country that kick off their weekends with the, the Friday evening play of Jane Says. Woohoo, weekend's here. <laughs> does that song still bother you? Does it still make you uncomfortable when you listen to it? Actually, that's one of the things that does bring me happiness, that <laughs> when they play it at 5 p.m. on Fridays, I think that's a nice tribute. A tribute to you personally? I'll take it personally. Is there anything that you want to say or put out there or make sure that people know? I think that there's just so much more to me than what's known. That's a long time ago. I've been clean and sober ever since. And um, my life experiences are not the experience of Jane says. You know, that's just such a small part of me. So I guess I would like to be allowed to flower, I guess, a little bit more. Many thanks to Jane Bainter for that story. Now, Jane Bainter, she's busy living her life, doing her thing, but one thing she does not do is Facebook. Thankfully, we here at Snap Judgment do. If you want to send her some love, send us some. We'll send it to her. Snap Judgment to the ORG. Snap Judgment, the fame episode, though, will be right back after the break. 